Hello, welcome to Inner Peace Now. My name is Adam and recently I got a question from someone who was asking about mindfulness and how to be more mindful in daily life. Um, he'd read somewhere that being mindful just in a meditation slot in the morning is useless unless you bring it into the rest of your day. So he was asking how to actually do that, how, bring, how to bring a mindful or meditative quality into everyday life, not just when you're sitting by yourself. So I would say don't overlook the value of time alone to do any kind of meditation or mindfulness or even just nothing. Don't overlook the value of being able to uh, consciously give yourself a rest from having to pay attention to every thought that you have. Um, or what's going on around you in the world, giving yourself a chance to release any resistance that you have against yourself or against what's going on in your life, and to let your attention merge back with its own source that can actually give rise to new solutions. If a space like that in the morning and or in the evening is honoured, um, then it can quite easily start to infiltrate into the rest of your life. If you no longer have in your mind, this time is for meditation and then after that meditation finishes or mindfulness ends. It's really just a, a thing that you can bring into everyday life. But in everyday life when you're going about doing stuff it's harder because our attention is so used to just flooding out into the world, into our thoughts into kind of conflicts, what we like, what we don't like. Um, so to bring it into everyday life, start with really simple things. So start with walking down the stairs, rather than walking down the stairs wanting to already be at the bottom of the stairs. Just take each step. You don't have to do it super slowly, but you just are aware of each step, how it feels to step down the stairs, how it feels to really be in this body as it moves down the stairs and you can notice that the body does it by itself isn't it's not like you have to decide i'm going to step now now i'm going to step again and now i'm going to step again it just the body does it by itself it's like a flow if you can notice that your actions have a kind of intelligence of their own that you don't have to think about how you're washing a plate or drinking a glass of water that an intelligence already functions and does it by itself then it's easier to also notice that all of your thoughts and your emotions and everything inside of you is also arising by itself there's no person inside that's saying okay now i'm going to think about this and now i'm going to get upset about that and now i'm going to worry about this and now i'm going to stop it's just these are all energies that just happen by themselves and we've become accustomed to taking them personally thinking that we are the cause of them we are the source of them and we have the responsibility to start them and stop them and that's why meditation can be so frustrating because we're so used to thinking and believing that every thought every feeling every emotion is our doing like it's my fault i can't stop thinking that's what a thought says I can't stop going over this in my head is a thought. 
and when we believe it, it feels true. It feels like there is someone here that just can't stop obsessively doing this thing or ruminating over something or troubling themselves over something. When really it's just, it's, an, it's like a life form, it's like an energy that functions. And usually anything that disturbs us functions through and is sustained through our resistance to it because it's uncomfortable. Um, we don't like it. We don't want any pain and we tend to resist pain in an attempt to fix it. So you can experiment with no longer resisting how you're feeling just as you walk down the stairs, just letting yourself walk down the stairs, or just rather than drinking a glass a glass of water and trying to drink it, you drink it consciously. And with these small things, often your mind will rebel against it, and it will say it's rubbish, what's the point, I don't feel any different when I do that. Because there's a great resistance to no longer seek to be in the next moment. Because that's what our kind of mind-made identities are based off of. That's what they really feed off of. It's like, it's, things aren't good enough yet and I need to get to a better point. And there's nothing wrong with, with drinking a glass of water or progressing in a career. But we have a habit of always trying to rush to the next bit and then the next bit and the next bit never satisfied now and thinking that all of our action has to be motivated by dissatisfaction rather than action being natural sort of natural inspiration or um, kind of creative desires of what we want to create rather than what holes inside us we want to fill um, and mindfulness is really difficult in everyday life when we want to be somewhere else. We, when we have a picture on our minds that says, I am here and I want to be here. And it's a habit that we have. We always, the mind always wants something else wants to be somewhere else rather than where it thinks that it is now. Not even necessarily where it is now, but where it thinks that it is now. As an interpretation of where you are, maybe where you are in life or where you are physically. And then there's a conflict, a resistance to that and a apparent desire to be somewhere else. And mindfulness, I suppose, is letting that rest for a bit and realising that everything functions and you actually have more inspiration and creativity and and, a, and more clarity and an ability to act more effectively when you aren't fighting against yourself and when you aren't fighting against life. So start with small things, really insignificant things that normally get overlooked. At first it feels maybe like your mind will be saying you're not doing it right because you feel still like uncomfortable or you don't feel at peace. But that's just another mind trick really to keep you thinking. Keep you thinking about yourself and how you should be doing things better and how you're not quite there yet, or not quite good enough yet and there's still something missing. Honour your own breath, that's another technique. 
and honor time where you're not doing things, if, even if you have five minutes, rather than habitually just going online or doing something. If you have five minutes, even five, 20 is really good. If you have five minutes, notice any discomfort that you have right now. You can even do it now. If there's anything uncomfortable in you that, that is like squirming or criticizing yourself or another person or this video, just notice what it's doing. And notice that it's an energy arising in you that flares up even more when it's kind of seen. And this discomfort to the moment is what promotes so much stress and a kind of lack of conscious movement or conscious living or mindfulness. It's a discomfort with ourselves, who we think we are and what we think our lives are. So welcome the discomfort because it's trying to make things better, it's trying to make you better, it's trying to make your life better in some way. Welcome any agitation that you feel. And then you don't, it's like you don't have to fix your own agitation, if there is any. It's not really yours anymore. There's a space around it. And it stops being so threatening if you welcome it as something that's trying to help. And also, maybe don't make so many rules about how you should feel and what mindfulness should be like. Because that's a real trap. The idea that you should not have thoughts or that you should be at peace, you shouldn't be upset, shouldn't be angry, all that kind of stuff, all that kind of spiritual idealism, which wants one part of being human but doesn't want the other part. Notice if you have that, expectations about how you should feel. Experiment with not knowing exactly how you should feel, because that's what mindfulness really is based on. It's the sense of not knowing. Not knowing for sure how I should be thinking or feeling right now. And if you don't know for sure, because you realize you've only been basing how you should feel on whether it's comfortable or not, or whether someone else says you should be feeling like this or not, then there's a, there's a, a release that can happen by itself, a space around it at first. If you know how you should feel when you hate how you feel now, then it's like a clamp that clamps down on what you don't want. But if you're not sure how you should feel just now, then there's a space. And forgive yourself, be patient with yourself. It's like you're not going to have a super clear, constant mindfulness meditative state all the time. Maybe you will, and that's great. But if you have the expectation of it, then it can be a bit of an obstacle or a downer. Really, mindfulness and meditation is about not having preferences to how you should feel, to not having ideas about how you should feel. And in that state or that inner light or inner climate, it's not as if then everything gets worse like we think it will. We think if we don't have a preference how to feel, then we'll just feel bad all the time, all this sadness or grief or depression will just get worse. And it does at first as it gets released. And as it gets released at first and it feels stronger, it feels like we're doing something wrong. But you just say yes to it and it is released. In the space of 
of not being so sure about whether it should have been there or not. If you can give yourself a chance to be human and experience all human emotions, then it's like they don't have ground to stand on anymore, certainly not the, the negative things that seem to come from almost outside and land and stick on, onto you. And then your thoughts and your impulses and your energies become much more from inside. They become more creative rather than coming from imprints that have been left from the past and that have stuck there through our resistance to them. Everything wants to move. Everything wants space. So you just have to give things space rather than trying to stop things like thoughts and feelings that are just moving through. And don't let the idea of mindfulness suppress you in any way. You don't have to suppress your thoughts because that can suppress creativity, that can suppress expression if we think we should be always silent and almost dead. It can create a kind of deadness. You just forgive yourself, really, for feeling however you feel. Which means you give yourself permission to, you let yourself. And then you're just naturally more aware, more conscious. It's like mindfulness isn't something you have to try to do. And when thoughts come, you don't have to obstruct them or make rules for yourself about what thoughts should or should not come. I hope that's helpful. And if you have any more questions, just comment below. Thanks for watching. Thank you.